Today, from the International Gospel Hour, our Are You Listening Again? series returns as we look at the plea of dying the death of the righteous, a most worthy study. That's coming up from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 90 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. Beloved friends, it is indeed a joy to welcome you as an esteemed part of a great listening audience today. We are delighted to have you with us and trust that our mutual meditations today will be of spiritual benefit to each of you who have been kind enough of heart and good enough of spirit to tune in to our program today. In previous broadcasts, we depicted with sadness and sorrow various biblical personalities who died tragic deaths while engaged in acts of outright disobedience. In our judgment, such deaths do not augur well toward the possibility of eternal felicity for such pathetic people. Final judgment, I keenly realize, is not within human jurisdiction, friends, for this I am truly thankful. However, the sacred scriptures inform us about acts and attributes, motives and manners, ways and words which will surely damn human souls if persisted in and still practiced at the time of one's earthly decease. To make one's earthly exit while engaged in one or more of these damnable transgressions seems very unsafe to me. Does it not seem that way to you also? So for our next few broadcasts, I invite you to study with me some of those who died not in disobedience, but in obedience, and as of lovers of the Lord's will up to the very day of their deaths. These had as much faith as those depicted had in the way of foulness. These had as much holiness as those depicted had in the way of hostility for the Lord and His righteous cause. Previous broadcast of the disobedient and following broadcast of the obedient will obviously be in sharp contrast. The setting forth of contrast is one of the most effective methods of imparting needed lessons, and that is what our purpose is all about, instruction regarding the truth and persuasion for you to accept the truth that saves people from their sins. Let me die the death of the righteous, and let my last end be like his. They were words that fell from the lips of Balaam in Numbers 23, verse 10. Regardless of how this unsavory character in Moses' day meant these words, we take them as suggesting what every sane and sensible person ought to feel relative to the day of his death. Balaam did not die the death of the righteous, and of course his latter end will not be that reserved for the righteous men at death. But rather, there are many in both Testaments who did die the death of the righteous, and went on to the rest reserved for the good between death and the judgment. Heaven will be their future home from judgment throughout eternity. Beloved, let us look at some of the patriarchs who died in faith. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob gave up the ghost or human life at the respective ages of 175, 180, and 147. 
Moses, the penman of the Pentateuch, described the deaths of these three Hebrew founders and patient patriarchs in language exceedingly earnest and expressively eloquent. Of Abraham, Moses penned the words, And Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. Genesis 25.8 What an appropriate tribute! This was to the friend of God and father of all them that believe. Second Chronicles 20, verse 7, James 2.23, and Romans 4.11. Abraham is the finest personification of faith portrayed in Old Testament history. Of Isaac, at the point of earthly demise, Moses wrote, And Isaac gave up the ghost, and died, and was gathered unto his people, old and full of days, and Esau and Jacob his sons buried him. Genesis 35:29. In faithful fashion ended the 180-year pilgrimage of this quiet, unassuming, peaceful, trusting, and lovely patriarch. Jacob is described at death, and when Jacob made an end of charging his sons, he gathered up his feet into the bed and yielded up the ghost and was gathered unto his people. Genesis 49:33. These three men had not been sinlessly perfect. Abraham and Isaac, in moments of fear and failing faith, had made mistakes in the field of deception relative to Sarah and Rebekah respectively, but these three instances committed between them were clear exceptions to the truthful manner of their lifetime characteristics. Jacob, it is true, had been a supplanter in youth and practiced deception toward his aged father upon occasion, but later life wonderfully witnessed his amazing transformation of character. He became a Prince of God, as his new name of Israel implies, and died as a great man of Jehovah. Inspiration provides a graphic insight into how heaven viewed the respective demises of these three patriarchal personalities, along with Sarah, the wife of Abraham, mother of Isaac, and grandmother of Jacob. Hebrews 11.13 states clearly that these all died in faith. The Greek means they died according to faith. How came inspiration to record such of these eminent worthies of an ancient age? Hebrews 11, verses 8 through 12, answers with crystal clear words the following. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised." Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. Friends, they were able to die in faith because they had lived by faith. One cannot live a life of no faith and expect to die in faith. Are you listening? It just does not work that way, my friends. The renowned lawgiver Moses died as a faithful servant to Jehovah God. In fact, the mighty and meek Moses spent his final hours in heeding Jehovah's commandment that he ascend the mountain region of Nebo. From the lofty height of it, Mount Pisgah, 
From the lofty height, rather, of Mount Pisgah, his eagle-like eyes were permitted a survey of the land his nation below in the Moabite plains would soon enter and inhabit through Jehovah's stretched-out hand of amazing power. In the last chapter of Deuteronomy we read, So Moses the servant of Jehovah died there in the land of Moab according to the word of Jehovah. And he buried him in the valley in the land of Moab over against Bethpor, but no man knows of his sepulcher unto this day. And Moses was a hundred and twenty years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab thirty days, so the days of weeping in the morning for Moses were ended. And there were, or rather, and there hath not arisen a prophet since in Israel like unto Moses, whom Jehovah knew face to face, in all the signs and the wonders which Jehovah sent him to do in the land of Egypt, to Pharaoh, and to all his servants, and to all his land, and in all the mighty hand, and in all the great terror, which Moses wrought in the sight of all Israel. Deuteronomy 34, verses 5-8 through and 10-12. through The preface remarks of Joshua's book states, Now it came to pass, after the death of Moses, the servant of Jehovah, that Jehovah spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, and you and all this people unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Joshua 1, 1 and 2. Jehovah's approval of Moses at death is seen in the fact that God Almighty Himself presided at the funeral and burial services of the renowned lawgiver. There seems to be no doubt about Moses' eternal destiny. The heavenly chorus on high will one day hymn in previous, or rather precious unison, the beautiful song honoring Moses as servant and Christ as God's Son, Revelation 15.3. Moses will surely be in heaven He died a righteous death. Dear friends, let's think about these things and ask, like these of old, can I die a righteous death? Have we given you some things to think about? We want to pause and defer now to our J-Web. At this point in our study, you may be thinking about your life and want to pursue further study on your own and thinking on these things. Here is our Bible study course we offer by mail and our J-Web with the details. Our well-received Bible study course by mail is available to everyone absolutely free. Would you like to try it? All you do is call us toll-free at 855-444-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Home Study. That's it. That's all you have to do. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. Again, it's free. Give it a try. And it's from your friends here at International Gospel Hour. Dear friends, today we've shared with you a discussion of Let Me Die the Death of the Righteous as part of Are You Listening Again series. This series began as... Well, our first speaker of International Gospel Hour was V.E. Howard, our speaker for 60 years, and in the mid-70s to the mid-80s, Brother Robert R. Taylor, the longtime evangelist for the Ripley, Tennessee Church of Christ, penned material for Brother Howard. And through the graciousness of Brother Taylor, we at IGH 
have secured a great number of these lessons. These are treasures indeed, and we will use these lessons from time to time in our Are You Listening? Again series. This material has not been presented in over 40 years, but its truths are still as vital and as real today. And although both of these brothers died the death of the righteous, their lessons will still speak, and we are honored to share them here from International Gospel Hour. And we will continue our studies together at another time. With that being said, thank you for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory, and we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or our other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you.